Hey, everybody. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. No, 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 no. Keep us on. Keep us on. Keep. Don't turn us off. Don't turn us off, okay? We're sorry. We missed last week, all right? We tried to do the whole virtual thing, and then your boy who hosts this show is not smart enough to host it virtually from one laptop. That's, that's literally what happened. We were up till, I kid you not, like midnight trying to figure this thing out, and we couldn't do it. And we Boo, like, you stink! Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, but we're back this week, so thank you for your patience. Thank you for everything. We're going to give you a brief, the briefest of recaps what happened last week, but you guys know what to do. Sit down and enjoy the show. Y'all boys ready for this? Howdy, folks, let's gather around. Fifty-one sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, can't get better. Fifty-one. This. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. That was pretty good. Nice. That was a nice one. That probably nice sounded pleasurable to the ears instead of what we usually do is just shriek into the microphone. That's fair. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 50. It's 51, right? 51! Yeah, because last last week's was... Show Doc says 52. We are on 51. <laughs> yeah, last week's was just the PDF version. True, 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 true. Spark notes. That Spark doesn't count as an episode, I don't think. I agree. Episode 51 is coming at you. Buckle in. It is November 2nd, 2022. I am your host, owner of Team Fair Life, Chris Mitchum, along with the usual crew. We got Tim Rayner over... Tim Rayner? Rayner. Tim Rayner, owner of the Tim Rhino. You kind of look like a rhino. Owner. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Big and burly. You know it. Um, it's like owner the podcast meme of, where it's like the, the old bald guy in the Hawaiian shirt who's a little heavy set. And then you got true. the other guy. I don't remember what that was. A rhino like, is muscular, though. Yeah. Those are ferocious. I thought you were in Fernie. You're not like a an, hippo. Like a big nose or something. <laughs> got a big horn. No. Hell. No. You might. I don't know. Anyway, he owns the Mix Administration. Rated Tim G, Rader. baby. Rated G. And, of course, the defending champion, he is back. And as you will soon find out, he is reloaded. Of course, I'm talking about Aaron Hunt, owner of Let Russ Cook. I'm so happy today. Okay. We'll get into that because you know why? We have a trade ring of epic proportions coming your way. And we also had a couple news things. I don't know if you guys have been like living and looking at your sleeper apps, but uh, a lot has been going down. We're definitely going to go over those and see who wins and who loses in this league. We have an eight week, a week eight review, power rankings, as always, the This League guarantee, week nine preview. And we'll send you on your way. Before we do all to that, drinks of the week. Aaron, what are we, what are we sipping on, man? Absolutely nothing. Okay. That is some good old air. <laughs> it got me some nice um, O2. Yes. Some oxygen. Nice. Cal- uh, I almost said calculus. Wow. Is that right? Chemistry. <laughs> or is it just O? That's dioxide. Beats me. D- do, two dioxide? That makes sense, right? Anyway, yeah. we're not a chemistry podcast. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know science. <laughs> You'll never mistake us for one. <laughs> what are you drinking, Tim? Uh, I got some Woodford Reserve rye tonight. Mm, rye, a little spicy. Oh, hey. Spicy. And then I got, as I pick up the bottle, because we're at Tim's house, Old Forester, Old Fine Whiskey from the year 1910, or is 
that's what just got it's called. Yeah, that's just what it's called. Yeah, you killed it. All it's right, it's empty. Thanks. Actually, I haven't even <laughs> sipped it yet. Let's see. Uh, Go for it. Let's, let's see what get a live like. reaction. I gotta get the full. I gotta get the full flavor palette. Great, great podcast. <laughs> it's uh, it's good. Close your eyes and complex picture. character. It's good. You know, you gotta get two or three whiskeys before you really get the full flavor profile. Oh, yeah. That's an old Forester, nineteen ten, coming your way. Week eight reactions. Sam Ellinger is not the guy. We've we we found that out. Colt, go Colts. He didn't play terribly. But I mean, he, he might not be the guy. But like one week, I don't know that you want to like put him that far down. Can we tank now? Is it like is it, is it okay to tank? Yeah. I mean, can, can we get C.J. Stroud three, four, and one right now? Yeah. Yeah, you can still you can still tank and get a top yeah. like three to five pick. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't move like Stephon Gilmore or DeForest Buckner or something. Just those poor yeah. guys. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Bengals are. Oh wait, uh, trick or treat. That yeah. was a trick. What yeah. happened, man? Yeah. What What did happen? The Browns just owned the Bengals, <laughs> and it's not fun because the Browns are not a good team. If but they have beaten us, I want to say, something like seven of eight or eight of nine. Like there is one franchise that I don't want to own me, it's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, like, the, like one of <laughs> like, the worst I don't know be, be, two be franchises like the Texans all the time, like the all Colts. time. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We're, we're pretty banged up right now. It's, it's looking iffy. Jeez. All right, well, before we hit to the news, it is one segment that two hosts of this podcast are really looking forward to, and one podcast – host will have all of the power let's jump into the this league trade ring the this league trade ring ladies and gentlemen welcome in to the this league trade ring it's been a couple weeks but we are back if you do not know the rules two teams enter into a trade negotiation that is the trade ring, and one will exit victorious, judged by your fellow podcast hosts. Of course, it's a little different this week because two of your podcast hosts are in the trade ring, leaving one podcast host with all the power. So, Tim, throwing over to you, man. You're yeah, the host I don't this week. Know what to do with all this power, but ladies, ladies and gentlemen, in one corner, podcast host, host, host Aaron. Host, host, host. Receives <laughs> running back Saquon oh, Barkley. And in the other corner, the other podcast host, Chris, receives Najee. Oh, Harris. yeah. A 2023 first round pick. Okay, we like that. And a 2024 <laughs> second round pick. Icing on the cake. Doing some right sizing of the ship. So, all right. You well, know how it works. Yeah. We'll count down from three, and those not involved will give their <laughs> answer on who wins the trade. Oh, I'm so nervous. Am I ready? I think I am. All right. Want us to count you down? Yeah, go ahead, and you all guys right, give me a countdown. Right. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's a really good trade for both of you, but I'm going to lean towards... <laughs> Say it with your chest. I say don't know that chest. I can say it with my chest. <laughs> this is like, uh, like, like genuinely, you guys both made moves that make your teams better for how you're going. Like Aaron, this puts you in the top four chasing the nut. Like Najee has not been it this year, and Saquon is at what RB four on the year, something, something like that. RB three, yeah, like, like he's up there and he's scoring. Chris gets a beloved 2023 first round pick. He's got half of the first round. 
now. Those are so sexy. Five picks. Um, <laughs> second round pick is nice. You know, nice to throw that in there. Najee Harris was it just last year? He was the first overall pick in the rookie draft. Yep. So I, I've said, you know, we've talked offline. Najee does, doesn't look right. Doesn't no. look like himself. No. He's been hurt a little bit, banged up. The Steelers' offensive line, hot garbage at best. So I, I, I told Chris, like, you got to just hope Najee gets out of this year. Like, like you got to look for 2023 there. Yep. But, man, it, it, I really struggle to pick a winner in this trade because both of these, you're, you're, the needle moves upwards for both of your teams, I think, on this trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Okay. I, I really do. Like, like Aaron gets to officially, like, say with his chest, he's going for it. Joins the arms race. He, oh, yeah, he's in it. And, Chris, like, this is what you've been after. Like, you, you were – Stockpiling all these twenty three first, kind of said it this off season. Like I don't really know what's going to go on, yeah. and, and so this just kind of like you're you're firmly planted in not this year. Yeah, and Aaron, I'll give you a second to explain your side, but I think this trade really comes down to Najee, right? Like some people, like me and Tim, are like, yeah, he's having a bad year, but you got a young quarterback, banged up O line, he doesn't look healthy. So, you know, there's there's more to come for somebody who obviously has talent you saw last year. And then you got the Hayden side that's like he's Trent Richardson, he's washed, he's done, he's not going to even be an RB2 going forward. So I think this trade goes down to a lot of how you feel about Najee. We know Saquon's great. We know the 23 first is great. So it really comes down to what's your opinion there. I, full transparency, I had two 23 firsts on the table. I chose basically Najee over a 23 first just because he's he's certain right like you know I could I could go get three Saquons or I could go get three James Cooks you know it's I I I wanted the guy that I knew would at least contribute this year and in the next so I'm happy with it but I think it's good that you can't say it with your chest because that means it's probably a pretty balanced trade and it's not just because you guys are both sitting in the same room with me like like (laughs) it genuinely like I could put the brass knuckles away both (laughs) both of your teams got better for it yeah, yeah. I think Chris hit the nail on the head with Najee and just how he's uh, portrayed around the league. I think the league would probably be split in half. On he's at his lowest be. value, period, right now. Like, yeah. imagine three weeks ago, he's not giving me Najee in a first for Saquon. Hell no. No. Definitely not. And I felt like, you know, my team, just the condition that it's in right now, Devontae's not getting any younger. Tyreek Hill's not getting any younger. There's just pieces... I just felt like I was one running back away from really joining the clan that's at the top of really trying to compete, and I was like, you know what, now or never. It kind of sucks giving away Najee because I do think he's going to bounce back in a big way next year when they have some time to get some things right with the Steelers, but everything's gone wrong for them. He just got the plate out of his foot. He's been running with a plate. I didn't even know that. Cool. <laughs> in, his, yeah. in his foot. So he, that, that's why he's looked really bad, but – it's still not going to be great just as far as maybe this year because of the line, unfortunately, but hopefully in the draft they do something. Yeah, for, it's man, it's it's still tough to say it with the chest. Like Saquon's highest point total this year, 32.4. Najee's highest point total, 13.9. Mm-hmm. So like this year, if Aaron's going for the championship, he's chasing the nut, Najee wasn't going to help him get there. No. 11 points. He's, on, a, he's been on your bench a few times this year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's not going to help him. Saquon is that guy that can pop off for 20, 25, 30, 35 points. So right. definitely helps in that arms race. One thing before we move on, guys, I'm not tanking, I'm just reloading. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm in the process of reloading. 
All right, don't you worry about that. So, Wait, re- really quick, one one question for you, and then we'll move on. What kind of like drew you to maybe just look to next year, like officially? Because I feel like if you still had Saquon, you got Ramondre, you have Josh Allen. Like, did you just feel like you couldn't really win? I just can't keep up with the arms race. Like, I'm looking at teams with like Alvin Kamara in their flex. I'm like, okay, I'll play MVS. It's like, you know, and I got Hawkinson, and you know, got Kelsey and Andrews out there. And like, don't get me wrong, I I was telling Tim, like, I can, I'm still that team that you probably don't want to face. It's like I'd rather not play Chris because Josh Allen's scary, yeah. you know. So, you know, am I aiming for the maybe the losers bracket to win that and? even though the pick's technically not mine, and maybe we should mention that, but that'd be too much. Um, but, yeah, I just don't think I could keep up with the arms race, man. And I'd rather, instead of just kind of messing around with it, just go full send. Be bold. And, yep, yep, yep. Do what I wanted. All right, well, that is your trade ring. I guess it's a very hesitant victory for your boy, but I don't feel great about it. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess that tells you I guess that tells you where it is. All right, we are going to very quick blitz some of this news that has been going around. And we're actually going to reference some stuff that happened last week as well since we weren't here. The first one that obviously we were going to mention last week, Christian McCaffrey, the running back from the Carolina Panthers, traded to the San Francisco 49ers, the running back extraordinaire, and we've seen that he can already do it all. He looks really, really good. (laughs) In a Kyle Shanahan offense. Better situation. So Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth, you know, that's almost a trade-in of itself. Like, you just elevated Christian McCaffrey, I think, to another level. So he loves that. Zach was the lucky guy to pick up Deontay Foreman. Um, So... Congrats. He's good as of now, but when Chuba comes back, you know, we'll see. So, Zach, maybe not ask for a first for Deontay Foreman. Maybe maybe take, like, a third for a 26-year-old guy with a torn Achilles, like, on a bad offense. Like, come on, man. Not going to help you in the future. It reminds me of Julio and Clayton, right? It's like, all right, he scored, like, 12. Come on. Yeah, week one. After week one, he had multiple offers. I know. I know. All right. And those obviously correspond – with the following two picks, right? So Christian McCaffrey goes to San Francisco. That means Jeff Wilson heads to Miami. That's a change for Clayton. And you're like, oh, but Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. Well, Chase Edmonds goes to Denver, also on Clayton's team. Wow. Um, so Aaron, how should he feel about this? <laughs> like, is he is he happy? Is he average? Or maybe Chase Edmonds? I would feel like a little bit excited about. Maybe With three, um, three, three running backs in Denver. Yeah, it's still going to be a committee, and you don't really love Jeff Wilson being in a committee with Raheem Mostert. I maybe Jeff Wilson because Raheem Mostert gets hurt like exactly. all the time yeah. could be a pretty good piece. That's very possible that happens, but I just think they're they're death pieces, and maybe these situations you can kind of sell it to other teams, and he can maybe get some draft capital later. Right. All right. Well, it's officially Travis Etienne's season in Jacksonville as they traded James Robinson to the New York Jets. Obviously, Hayden having Travis Etienne, that pushes him more. Better than I ever expected. I'm about to say, I was going to get your opinion on that one. He was running through a really good Denver defense. Um, So, obviously, but James Robinson goes to the Jets. Uh, Pretty lateral there as well, Tim. Yeah, who cares? Just, he's going to be Michael Carter 2.0. That's a who cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Here's an interesting one. Kadarius Tony traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, it's your boy that owns Kadarius Tony. He's just I've not been, a good guy. I've, <laughs> you know, oh, actually, hold that thought. Tell me why, besides his personal well-being, is this a good or a bad move for Kadarius Tony's football value? 
<clears throat> I think for his football value, it's fantastic because he's going to break open the defense. I think they're going to be creative with him. Okay, here's the thing. Andy Reid was quoted today saying about Kadarius Tony, he's a smart kid. He's been with us a couple days, so we've had a chance to talk to him. He picks things up fairly easily. You think a smart kid is, like, mean, huh? He's in there in the film room. Sounds like a nice guy. Sounds like a nice guy. <sighs> Who was the closest thing I've seen to Tyree Kill since Tyree Kill. That is a serious point. Bold. All right, another one we got up here. It's another move for you, boy. TJ Hawkinson traded to Minnesota. Is is this good? I can't decide. I really can't decide. I think so because I think it offers a little bit more of a chance of consistency. Hawkinson's been the guy like what's it like this year? He put up what thirty six one week, but yeah. like most, he's like the tight end four with more, like averages like six points a game. Yeah, more <laughs> often than not, he's scoring single digits. Yeah, put Hawkinson in the scene with Jefferson out wide, and I think the the floor rises, the ceiling. I mean, I don't know that his ceiling can get any higher than you know every now and again blowing off for thirty six points, but the floor definitely rises. I think you can expect him to put up double digits a week now. Really? Did Irv Smith go on IR? He did. Yeah, I think that's a big thing, right? Because they they didn't draft Irv Smith to block. He's he's yeah. supposed to be a receiver. So if you just put him in his role, you know that could be positive. Yeah. I think he's going to be a big time red zone target for Minnesota. Let's hope so. All right, the next one, Chase Claypool. Remember him? He goes Top from the Steelers three wide receiver in the league, according to, to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. He goes to Chicago from Pittsburgh. Um, for me, this is a this is a plus move because I think you could argue you could argue that he's the number one target in Chicago. Like I know Darnell Mooney's smaller smaller guy, but he doesn't have the frame for that alpha one receiver. Kind of feel like Chase Claypool has that. Obviously, Justin Fields is looking better, so I would say this is a positive move for Hayden. Um, I don't think he was ever going to get above the number two option in Pittsburgh, so he goes to Chicago, maybe gets another source of life. Yeah, I think that's pretty good for Hayden. Um, the next two, also from your boy, Naeem Hines, who was on Team Fairlife, goes to Buffalo from Indianapolis. This is good because I he's on a high-powered offense that likes to chuck it down. It's bad because James Cook, uh, Aaron, is James Cook's dynasty value just like done at least for the next two years? I don't think so. All right. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're going to really enjoy Naeem Hines while he's there, but it, the, correct me if I'm wrong, Tim. I know you're the contracts guy. Is he on his last year of his deal? <laughs> the contracts one, guy. One more year. Hines, Hines is there through the end of next year and Singletary as well. Next year is his last year on his rookie deal. Okay. Another non-between-the-tacklers for Josh Allen. I think it just I makes like it, it more complex and just crowded. It's going to be a three-headed monster. Yeah. So. I mean, could you argue this is a downgrade for Devin Singletary and Hayden? I would think so, yeah. Yeah, it, it'll mm-hmm. definitely take them off the field on all passing-down situations. Yeah, because you have two like passing-down specialists behind them, him now. So. You don't pay a guy $6 million a year and just not use him, you know? That's true. And the last one we got here, Calvin... Ridley, I love Who? this. When is I the last time we have this. breathed his name on this podcast? Um, Aaron, I'll let you take it, man. How should asking for a friend should a dynasty owner of Calvin Ridley feel about him going to Jacksonville? I think I saw uh, on Twitter they pre-ordered Calvin Ridley. I absolutely love it. It opens up the passing game really? so much more than it currently is because now you can put Christian Kirk in the slot. And you can have Calvin Ridley out wide and have him be the alpha and then Christian Kirk get some of the secondary looks. 
Because in my opinion, I don't think Christian Kirk is a true wide receiver one. I don't think he is either. And I just think that, you know, Calvin Ridley's going to win those one-on-one matchups that sometimes guys like Marvin Jones aren't winning. And it's just going to run crisp routes and it's just going to, it's going to make Trevor Lawrence look a lot better. There you go. All right. Well, that's all the news we had. Did I miss anything, gentlemen? I think we're good. We all good? We're good. All right. All right. Well, we went over who won and who lost those. Let's go on to the week eight review. Super, super briefly, just to give you a rundown of what went down in week seven. Tim put a whooping on Clayton, who broke 100 points. Hey, go Clayton. Don embarrassed himself against Zach, but then um, somehow still won because Zach put up like 70 points. So Don beat Zach. Steven squeaked by Hayden. Stretch put a beat down on Anthony. That sent him on a two-game skid. And then Aaron just nudged by your boy. We had a this league manager spot at the, at the risk. <laughs> you literally did. Squeaked by. Squeaked by, by you, boy. You win who you win. By the wonderful braids of Ramondre Stevenson. All right, let's get into the Week 8 review. While you were here, the first matchup we had coming into this one, Zach and Team Brees Lightning at 1-6 and six took on Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth at 5-2. and two. Zach was... Unfortunately, not able to put up much of a fight in this one with Team Uninspired Youth beating Brees Lightning 144 to 75. Sheesh. That is a whooping. Starting on Zach's side, Derek Carr, guys, was awful. He was horrible. So bad that Jared Stidham essentially had to play the entire fourth quarter. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me Zach's quarterbacks are Derek Carr and Jared Goff? I thought he had somebody better. Stafford? Did he drop him? Or did he trade Stafford? He traded he him tried, for, for Jared Goff. Goff. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, like I, just, has... I just saw those quarterbacks. I was like, I thought everybody in this league had like a solid quarterback outside of Don. But that's not Justin Fields' owner asking. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> and, yeah, that really hurt him. He had barely points. Uh, he had like a little over <laughs> one point he had for the a game. Point. Yeah, a point. Uh, Monty is now in a full-blown timeshare with Khalil Herbert. Cortland Sutton is a it was a non-factor uh, in their game, and Mark Andrews got hurt again. <laughs> Shocker for Zach's team. I feel like it's been the injury bug all season. Josh Reynolds was terrible. Really, the only bright spot was Deontay Foreman, who, if I'm Zach, I'm just trying to shop him as quickly as possible. Have to for get more capital. Just get point. something, and. For what was supposed to be a promising season, like we all had high hopes for Zach's team in the offseason, it has just not gone his way whatsoever. Um, for Anthony, though, let's look no further than CMC. The dude put up 40 points with a stat line of Jeez. one passing TD, one receiving He's TD, so and one rushing TD. That hasn't been done since LT did it in 2005, and I actually vividly remember watching that game. <laughs> was it against the Colts? I believe it was... Uh, <laughs> Probably. He, no, he dominated the Colts. Yeah, I think it was the Bengals. The Bengals sucked back then, so... Eh, Likely. Yeah. AFC matchup, at least. And, uh, yeah, Lamar, back to his usual self with a 25-point output. JJ and CD, respectable outputs. Amari Cooper is continuing to just be that consistent cog in a flex spot for Anthony. I think that... He was underrated, honestly, in my eyes going into the season. I didn't think he would have the impact he's had in Cleveland. 
And he did all of this with Kelsey on a bye. And he got a complete goose egg from Harrison Bryant. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ho. Streaming tight ends, baby. And, you know, Tyler Boyd, in light of the Jamar Chase injury, is going to be a nice second flex spot for another month or so for Anthony. But my biggest question for Anthony going forward is who's going to be that go-to RB2? Because he really doesn't have that at the moment. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, he won pretty convincingly. Yeah. There you go. Nothing to add here. I mean, we add sorrow to Zach. Um, Might want to be buying your Indiana Fever ticket. We'll see. I don't know. We talked about Cortland Sutton. Are we are we fully back on the other side of the trade now? Like we started saying Hayden won, and then we said Zach won when Cortland Sutton was looking good. Etn, and then we're, now we're back. I think we're, we're firmly back, back on we're Hayden back won Hayden. that trade. Because yep. we said Hayden in first place, right? Yeah, we. I said, I know I said Hayden. I think we all. We all I think we Hayden. all landed on Hayden, yeah. and then we were like, oh, the season started, and Etn was, you know, James Robinson was being that dude. And Acres point. is trash. So now, like, but now I think we're firmly back on. Yeah. Like Cortland Sutton's gonna be twenty eight. He's had an ACL and tear. If like, we want to kind of keep piling on, who won the Keenan Allen David Montgomery trade? I mean, we already said I won it, but like he gave me three firsts for Keenan Allen and David Montgomery, and like that's Hunter why he won't Tyler take Lockett. a second for Keenan Allen. Okay, and Tyler Lockett he gave you three firsts in and that Tyler trade? Lockett and Hunter Renfro, and 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 Tyler Lockett turned into Darius Tony. So man, he went for it. Wow, and that's that's what that's what happens. R.I.P. That Dang. is what happens. I didn't realize that. Sorry, Zach. We'll keep. We'll stop bagging on you. We'll stop bagging <laughs> on you. Let's move on to our next matchup. Ugh. We had your boy Chris and Team Fairlife coming into this one at four and three, taking on a, a bad Hayden team. Right at just two and five. Mm-hmm. Surely he just didn't put up the points necessary to keep up with my mega team. Obviously, and man, holy explosion of points, Batman! Right, holy like Batman. Like you're sitting there, you're like, yeah, Chris's team must have went off last week. Josh Allen was back off by, and you know he still got and Saquon and and all these guys, Pittman and Hawkinson and Gabe Davis and DJ Moore, and like you're like, that team sounds good. No, the point explosion came from Hayden, Mister One Piece Away himself. Hey, what happened? Shows he can. Play with the big dogs. Scored 176 yeah, points. Goodness. The stack. Jalen Waddle is that guy. He's the wide receiver two on the Dolphins, but he's like top wide three two or four wide receiver. Yeah. So like <laughs> he is that guy. The stack this week with Tua putting up 35 points from the quarterback position. I I don't think anybody saw that coming. That's uh Wow, like just I'm speechless at that. ETN, twenty five points. Again, I'm speechless at that. Like what else what else is there? Uh Mapletron, Chase Claypool showed off for the Steelers one last time. Yeah, got him right. a solid fifteen points. The Muth got him ten. Muth. Singletary ten. Eno Benjamin nine. Defense eight. Hundred and seventy six points. Mm. And that's not even mentioning Tractor Cito. Oh, goodness. It is gracious. Tractor Cito season. He owns the Texans. Season, he yeah. owns them. Like four games in a row of 200-plus yards and two touchdowns, I want to say. Big Cat on a Pardon My Take, he did the statistics if they just played the Texans every single game for the season. <laughs> and his stat line would be over 3,000 yards and 38 <laughs> touchdowns. 38 And that doesn't even sound like it's enough. Um, but you know, one thing to look out for is he popped up on the injury report with a foot injury today. Did he? And he had that foot injury last year that took him out. 
it was not reported um, on if it's the same foot or not. So I that leads me to believe that it is. Um, so something to look out for there. Uh, luckily for Hayden, he already Big rosters catch. the backup. I think he picked up Hilliard three or four weeks ago. So good for him to be proactive about having that handcuff just in case he does go down. Chris Goost by George Pickens. What What was that? Just, what what hey, was that? What That's the Steelers' offense this year in a nutshell. Just I watched that game. It was brutal. It was he so had, bad. Like he, George Pickens is the best guy ever at making just absolutely ridiculous, spectacular catches. Yeah. out of bounds. Yep. <laughs> he, had, he, had like he is the of king of that. In that in that game, amazing he had two touchdown grabs. Two feet down in the NFL. Yeah, that's no. what you need. <laughs> oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so goose there. Saquon scored his second lowest t- points total of the year. Uh, Gabe Davis did nothing. You know, when they don't need the downfield shots, he's just kind of a he guy out there. He's the most boomer bust yeah, he, in the league. He, he's just a guy out there whenever they don't need him. But, hey, at it. least DJ Moore is alive. Hey, how about that? Just keep and your helmet on. <laughs> just <laughs> cost his team the game. <laughs> but, you know, it's whatever. He looks like he's finally connecting with a Panthers quarterback right. for the first time in, right. a, in his career, I think. Yeah. Like, he just has not had a solid connection. That last throw was amazing. Yeah, and so him just kind of being able to do that with PJ Walker. Yeah, I want to say DJ Moore's twenty five years old, so he's still a dynasty piece for five plus years that you can finally yeah, be like you're holding on to him. I feel he like he's been around good. for five years, and I'm like he's still just twenty five. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's that's not wrong. He's already signed an extension, so he's yeah. definitely four plus years in. Yep. Uh, but that's it. One hundred and seventy one hundred seventy six for Hayden, one hundred nineteen for Chris. Yeah, it all started with Travis Etienne over in London when he had. All of that, like I woke up to that, and I was like, "Okay, that's awesome." That's and then the I, worst. and then I swear, London like football. five minutes into the first quarter of the afternoon games, or of like the one o'clock games, Chase Claypool, Jalen Waddle, and um, oh, Jalen Waddle already had two, and Chase Claypool had one. Like five minutes into the first quarter, I'm like, "Can you? Okay, 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 God, all right." And I was just, I was so done. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I lose, Jesus." All right, um, but yeah, congrats to Hayden, man. Uh, he moves on to three and five, and I think this was a big statement win for Hayden. Yeah. He's like, hey, big look what time. I can do. Look what I Playing can do. Playing with the big dogs. I know, I know, right? He's so, in discussion, for sure. Yeah, yeah, at least playoffs, that's for sure. All right, we're going to move on to our next matchup. It was Tim and team and the uh, Mixon administration, excuse me, coming in this one at four and three, taking on Don and team Don Perignon. And don't look now, but Tim quietly – Came into this one riding a two-game win streak, and his team is steadily getting healthier until it's not with Jamar Chase. <sighs> <laughs> How frustrating is that, man? It's just like, yeah, let's go. Real, and then real like, quick, go. real quick. The worst part about the injury like I've had this year, I had a few guys go down to some injuries. None of them have been IR placed on the IR. So like I've had to keep them in an active roster spot for fantasy. That's the most frustrating thing is like, like if you're gonna go down, like at least put them on IR. But yeah. they don't. None I of them. Know. I know. Anyway. But we know the quality of Tim's team, and we also know the quality of Don's team. And because of that, there was no surprises here. Tim knocks off Don 159, despite a respectable 131 points from Don's roster. Um, And really, the buys didn't impact either team, unless you want to count, you know, Jamar Chase being on a bye because he was out. But buys were not a factor in this matchup, so you really got the best rosters from both sides, health-depending. And as as the former owner of Jalen Hurts, I can't help but wonder what would have happened if Don acquired Jalen Hurts' services instead of Tim. Because Jalen Hurts pops off 36 points. 
Tim can finally revel in the joy of having an elite quarterback that can win you a week and even almost average 30 points. Tim has that now with Jalen Hurts with 36 points. And, I mean, super mediocre performances from Jonathan Taylor. Um, You know, Joe Mixon was all right. DeAndre Swift was all right. But hello, DeAndre Hopkins. Goodness gracious. Welcome back. 12 catches, 159 yards, and a touchdown. Welcome back to Fantasy Relevance. And you had to think that might have rubbed some salt into the wound of Dawn having Hollywood on his IR. So, um, you know, you got to think that DeAndre Hopkins maybe would have only had eight catches and 100 yards and a touchdown instead of the nuclear game that he had. Don't look now, but Brandon Ayuk is making a solid effort of showing Tim that he should be a regular in Tim's lineup, even when he's fully healthy. Aaron, I'm going to ask you this question because I'm assuming Tim already knows it. Can you guess what the ranking of Brandon Ayuk is in full PPR right now? Wide receiver what? Full PPR, I'm going to go wide receiver 17. I was going to guess like 25. He's wide receiver 13. He is a high, the highest end wide receiver two you can get right now. Yeah, dang. Which is crazy. I had no idea about that. But like, hey, giving Tim a potential decision when he gets his guys back, it's like, Brandon Ayuk stays hot. Obviously, he, that he quietly gets like twenty points per game, and you just are like, you kind of fly by it. You yeah, know, I mean, there's Debo, it. there's Christian McCaffrey, but the Ayuk is like, I might be the only like traditional receiver on this team. Right. <laughs> so, unfortunately for Don, he couldn't take advantage of the Tony Pollard week. You oh would my. think You would think that right with fourteen carries, one hundred thirty-one yards, and three touchdowns, you would think that any week Zeke is out, Don might have a win on his hands because of how good Tony Pollard is. But he probably could have expected a bit more from Chris Olave and Tyler Higby with 10 and 3, respectively. That really held him back. So Tim wins this one, like I said, fairly comfortably by over 20 points. And I, I said it earlier, but don't look now, all right? Tim's just kind of minding his own business. We see all the flashes, right? We see Anthony and Aaron with his recent trade and Stretch making all these moves. Tim's kind of minding his business at 5 and 3, really respectable. And once his team gets healthy... And, you know, you're going to hope that Jonathan Taylor can at least come back to some form of relevance and justify what you gave up to get him. But Tim's kind of really flying under the radar, I think, when it comes to playoff time and stuff like that. A healthy Tim team, you know, easily 150 points a week. So, um, yeah, Tim moves to 5-3. and Don falls to 3-5. and five. Anything to add there, gentlemen? Is now an appropriate time to complain about my gauntlet? <laughs> you just said all those nice things about That's me. That's true. You said I'm yeah. just minding my business, five and three, looking Stop up. Stop what you're doing and listen to this. <laughs> okay, so uh, this upcoming week is going to be the start of a five-game stretch. That's brutal. I play Aaron, Steven, mm. Stretch, mm. Chris, oh. okay. Anthony. Oh, goodness gracious. And then the last regular season week of the fantasy season, I play Zach. So that's definitely uh, a win. So that's five games stretch against. Last year was oh a win, didn't gosh. we? Yeah. Don't even. Yeah, that's bad juju right there. But uh, the next five games are looking tough as hell, and I would be happy to squeak out two wins. <laughs> so you said all those nice things, and I, I appreciate it. But like, I'm I'm looking forward, and I'm like, why is Qdoba so tough? I know, man. I know because they overcook their meat. That's true. Hey, I like that one. Where's the Where's that drop? Ding. Although, hey, Hayden's making it a little tougher this year. Don, it's not yeah. an automatic win. But yeah, we'll get into that. 
we'll get into that. All right, yep. let's move on to our next matchup. We had Steven and Mount Passmore coming into this one at four and three, taking on everybody's favorite, the Red Rocket, the underdog at one and six. Guys, this was not not even close from okay, the start. Okay. All right, and. <laughs> It very well could have been the largest blowout in this league history. I tried to go back and like look at the matchups from each year that's been in Sleeper to see if it truly was, and I think it, it was. I don't think anybody's ever oh. won by more than 100. Wow. Um, What's the final score? Did you say it? 183 to 73. 110 that's points. <laughs> that's, that's a whole 13 points. So much, I know. And guys... This is why Steven is such a dangerous team because in any given week, he can go off like this. He can go and get over 180 points, no problem. Chubb had 25, continues to be an RB1. A.J. Brown with 40, catching three TDs ascent, like almost in a God. row. It just was like repeat plays where Jalen Hurts would just throw it over the, the corner and right before the safety, and he would just catch it. Just verticals on Madden. It was just... It, <laughs> It happened twice in a row. I was just watching it. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> Crazy. Um, looking really good. Stephon Diggs, great as normal. Jacoby Myers, solid 20-point effort of his own. I would say for Steven, QB is a mild concern moving forward. But Mount Passmore? Mount yeah. Passmore, yeah. yeah. Herbert's not been the same. Brady's not been the same. But guys, look, if the rest of his roster continues to perform like they did, I think the nut is squarely in sight. I really do. Really? I really do for Steven. Yeah, he's that good at every other position. And QB, as long as you get 20 points from that position, I think <clears throat> he'll cover the rest. Guys, for Clayton, <clears throat> continue to be a lot of the same that we're seeing week after week. I mean, Damian Pierce was solid, did okay. Joe Burrow got 16. Algier was a nice surprise getting 17. But then after those three guys, not a single player in double figures. Elijah Moore with another goose egg. Chase Edmonds, four carries, 14 yards. New team now, though. Raiders D literally had a negative one. He would have literally been better off not playing it. At, At least he didn't start Richie James. Yeah. Two fumbles, two fumbles for loss, negative six points. Probably Impressive. Get, probably get cut next week. Not on, I don't know about Clayton's roster. <laughs> Guys, Clayton falls to one and seven. Time to just very much set your sights on the loser bracket and hopefully he can win the number one overall pick because his team would definitely benefit. Could use a Bijan Robinson. He could. He could and he still has a twenty three first for some reason. Real quick, don't forget Steven got to deploy Dalvin Cook this week. For the first time? Yes. yes. First time this year in the flex he also spot. Had a great the flex game. spot is solid now with that. Yes. So just he call did that have out. a great week. All right. Well ladies and gentlemen, we are moving on to our final game of the week and you know what that means it is your game of the week let's get this and this Aaron looking to keep pace with Anthony in the Chipotle division stretch looking to continue to just absolutely run away with the Qdoba division stretches team it performed as we've grown accustomed to after struggling to top 100 a couple weeks ago 150 or more in the last two weeks. The story of this battle can't be told without the fierce leader of Super Camario. Super Camario himself He's leading alive. the way. 43 points, three oh, touchdowns. Gracious, where's my bomb drop? And he looks <laughs> back, completely back. 
Cup did his thing. Ken Walker broke free for a touchdown. And Mike Evans is a target hog. Stretch puts up 158. And in Aaron's side of the thing, we've got Tyreek Hill looking like an absolute monster. Jesus. Potentially breaking Calvin Johnson's receiving yards total for the season and all sorts of other records. Puts up 32 points. That's, you know, that's about it. That's, yeah, that's about <laughs> it. For, for you put up a respectable 134 points, and you got to think this game's closer if Devontae Adams didn't have the flu in one point. Your guys Oof, performed. God, that sucked. The, the squad performed mostly to the floor and without Devontae Adams. So the fact that you were playing with the floor, Devontae Adams stinks. Still putting up 134. That's not too bad. Also, don't look now. Kyle Pitts. Yes! <laughs> 19 points. He scored on the bench. On my bench, baby. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, has he is he earning a little trust? Could we see him back in the starting lineup? No. Because <laughs> he's going to put up three. He sure is. All right, Aaron. Uh, I was, How are we feeling? You know... Tim kind of nailed it right on the head. I feel like Devontae just really screwed me this week. You would expect him to never get below even 10 points, and so the fact he had one, he's battling illness and just was not the same, and quite frankly, the Raiders' offense was just not the same. Trash. Yeah, that's pretty much why I lost. Um, Just got to give credit to Stretch. He put up a point total that I just couldn't really get to, but I'm not panicking, and uh, especially with the trade I just made, I think I'm going to be in good shape. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Christmas Day Alvin Kamara every year, or every week. That is for sure. That was your game of the week. Congrats to Stretch, who moves to 7-1 on top of the Kadoba division, the mighty Kadoba division. Stretch is at the top. If you would have bet that at the beginning of the year, I would have said you were lying. And we have Aaron who falls to five and three, but like he said, no need to panic there. He will be just fine. That was your week eight review brought to you by let's see, what can I get my eyes on? Pod mic. Get your pod mics here. Um great. Sounds pretty ski. good. Great ski. Sounds ski. Pretty yes, good. ski. We already had something sponsored by ski, didn't we? Yeah, we're trying to get RC uh, Cola up here. That's right. We're that's working right. on it. Yeah. Gotcha. Pod gotcha, mic. Gotcha. Yeah. Viper darts. Anything I see here. <laughs> we get Lysol <laughs> and some Lysol. Keeping it clean. All right. Week eight's done. Let's move on to week nine. Before we do that, let's see where everybody's at with some power rankings. Broncos country. Let's ride. And much like the much like the Broncos offense the first few weeks of the season. The week eight power rankings is fairly boring. Okay. We'll be fast here. Number 10, the Red Rocket. Okay. The Red Caboose taking up the rear. The Red Caboose. Number nine, <laughs> Breeze Lightning. Go, Breeze Lightning. Number eight, Team Dom Perignon. All right. And number seven, this, this is where it gets interesting. Get. Right, right, right. Country Roads take my home. Stays the same. Wow. Still hanging on to wow. seven. Would love to see a breakthrough into the top six, but doesn't happen this week. Got to prove it. Number six, down a spot. Trading away Saquon, team Fairlife. Still fresh. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Number five, up a spot. The Mixon administration. Number four, let Russ cook. All right. Is he Staying the same. same. 
Number three, Team Uninspired Youth. All right. Staying the same. Number two, Mount Passmore. Yeah, 180 points will do that. Staying the same. <laughs> Staying the same. Number one, four. Let's see. This is one, two. This is only a second week in a row. Okay, so he's recently. I thought he'd been there longer. Mm. Super Camario. Number one in the power rankings. All right. Well, congrats to Stretch. So the really only the only movement was me and Aaron switched, or me and you switched. Yep. Me and Tim switched. All right. Well, sounds about right. Those power rankings sound. It'll be interesting right. to see. You know, Hayden's team just went off for almost 180. Oh yeah, he's... his team's looking strong. Like I think he's going to make a serious push to overtake you. Yeah, he I'm scared for myself <laughs> with yeah, that gauntlet. Won't. So like, I think Hayden's got a clear opportunity here to kind of like step up into the this solid playoff standings yeah. maybe it makes more moves yeah. we'll see hope you weren't waiting for the for waiting for the uh, power rankings because that's that's what they were <laughs> much like the week two broncos offense as tim mentioned all right guys who's ready to go who's ready to go make some money let's go let's do it the this league guarantee Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the This League Guarantee. I actually just said, ladies and gentlemen, I have to have a story about that real quick. I officially, I recently officiated one of our good friend Kayla's wedding. Kayla, Dallas, if you're listening, hello. Congrats. Hope Spain was wonderful. But I was recently officiating one of their weddings. And at the end, when you're supposed to give everybody the instructions of what to do, whenever they all ran off frolicking and happy, I was like, ladies and gentlemen, um, when <laughs> before you get up, and I was like, that was straight out of the pod. <laughs> that was straight out of the pod. Trained was, you for that moment. It was bad. It was bad. I was. I had to even pause and laugh at myself. All right. Well, this league guarantee, um, thankfully, we didn't say our last guarantee on a podcast platform yeah. because we were at two straight wins, man, two weeks ago. If you would have done mm-hmm. that one. You would have hit, baby. I don't have them in front of me, but it would have hit. So the last one, just act like it didn't even happen. We didn't even pod, so it didn't happen. So we don't even have an L. We have two straight wins, going to go for three. I'm not even going to mention the last part. We don't have to do that. Blinders. So if you're not familiar with the league guarantee, parlay these three things. We are guaranteeing right now that they hit. Legal disclaimer, we're not actually guaranteeing. Please don't. Legal disclaimer, all that crap. All right. Tim, I'm going to throw it over to you. What is your guarantee in the NFL this week? My guarantee this week is the Vikings minus three and a half. Back to the well, baby. At a favorite right. of, of 105. Uh, the reasoning is the Vikings are good. Uh-huh. The Manders are not. All right. The end. Okay. Works for me. Cool story. All right. In Washington. This, uh, this in is Washington. A, uh, in Washington. I mean, but the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Vikings is it a one o'clock game? I was about to say it's a revenge game. It's not prime time. It's revenge. Let's double check that. Revenge. Nice. I imagine. Yeah, Vikings are 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 what six and one on the year. Yeah. Put them on the franchise tag twice. Over under two touchdowns for T.J. Hawkinson. I'll go under, but I think I think it's one. Maybe. Yep. It's a one o'clock game. It's a one o'clock game. Okay, so Kirk Cousins about to play like freaking easy money. Easy. All right. I like it. I like it. Again, it's the take take your mind like. As long as they win by more than a field goal, you make money. That's going to happen. Ding. That's going to happen. That's right. All right, Aaron, I'll throw it over to you. Yours might be my favorite of the week. I love this one. You know, I'm not usually a big over-under guy. I typically like going spreads on mine. But, guys, I love this one with the Bears versus Dolphins. Over 45 points. That just seems automatic. Like it. 
Dolphins, I think, are going to put up 30 points alone by themselves with Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill just running running for the hills, really. Uh, Dallas just put up 49 on them, and you got to think that they're going to just replicate. Uh, Bears offense also is showing some life. They finally know how to use Justin Fields, who I think right now is the best quarterback out of the class of 2021 uh, rookies. That's fair. And, I've never been a big Mac Jones guy. Yeah. And he's putting up some numbers, and they're letting him run. I think he's had at least 60 yards rushing the past few weeks. So I just really like where this point total's at. I think they're underestimating um, just how much points can be put up here. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Like if I had to pick one to throw money on, it'd be that one. Um, So you said you're not a big over-under guy. You guys know me. I'm not a big, like, large spread guy. Like when you get into double digits, it's like, Dude, that's a lot of points. A lot of points. Like, it's a lot of points in the NFL, you know. But the Bills are going to beat the Jets by more than 12.5 points. I'm sorry. I'm taking Bills minus 12.5 at the Jets. Granted, at the Jets. But here's the thing. The Bills defense, right? They lead the league in interceptions and offensive touchdowns allowed. We all know they're going to come out and just freaking blitz this Jets team. All right? Josh Allen loves to put up 21 points in the first quarter. So what's that mean for the Jets, right? That means you're going to have to throw the ball against the defense that leagues the league in interceptions. Um, um, Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson, anybody? Uh, He's got yeah. that dog in him. Sure, sure. But the dog also likes to throw interceptions. So, and further for the Bills, the uh, the D is getting healthy. Um, I think Tredavious White might come back this week. He was activated off the IR. And then that really good all-pro safety they have. Micah Hyde? Maybe. Poyer? Yes, that one. Poyer. That one. Uh, he's supposed to be coming back from his injury as well, so they're getting healthy. I think they're going to get after Zach Wilson. And uh, the really, the Jets kept it close against the Pats just because the Pats also couldn't put up the ball or move points and put up the ball. Put up, wow. Move points <laughs> and put up the ball. Nice. Move the ball and put up points good because one. both of those offenses are putrid. So don't let last week's score you know, scare you or anything. The Bills are going to beat the Jets by more than 12 and a half. Am I crazy? No, I like it. I like it too. I I think Josh Allen is going to come back in a big way. Let's go. All right. And that, if you parlay those three things, that is a nice plus 611 for you. Tim, you're the math guy. So I put, I just take out a small loan of $1.5 million. Yeah. How much money does that make me? Oh, wow. Uh, I wasn't Or $1 million. Just add the zeros. Six point one million dollars. Okay. I mean that sounds like a good investment. Yeah. Yeah. I just placed my bet, guys. Yeah, I already okay. did it earlier. I, I got in the show docs earlier and I was like, Yep, yep, I love it. Sorry, I put my bet in already. All right, shit. I guess I'll do it during the week nine preview. Let's get into it. Broncos country. Let's rock. Hey, hey. Bye 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 bye. We welcome back this week two teams with a lot of firepower. Of course, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs. But we say bye to not one, not two, not three, not four, but six teams this week. Go rest up Cleveland Browns, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Denver Broncos, Pittsburgh Steelers, and San Francisco 49ers. Guys, Brutal bye week. It is bad. It's really bad. I, I, I always said it. I was the only person at this table to ever go undefeated in a pick'em's week, but I did this week, okay. baby. All right. That was All great. Right. I didn't even look, but I was like, nah, it wasn't me. No it, was. <laughs> it wasn't me. 
Grant, got, we a, didn't, got a comfortable we, lead. We didn't we didn't do a pod last week, so I don't know if that really counts. Twenty nine and eleven. But we keep we made him anyway. We made him anyway. But yeah, congrats to Aaron. He is up by two games, three games, two games, two games, two games, two games behind your boy. I'm only seven back. That's like three weeks of getting them all right. I know. That's fine. Let's do this. All right. Week nine is here. Last week there were a hell of points. I feel like that was one of the first weeks where it's yeah, like it felt good. A lot of people scored a lot of points this week, which made you feel nice. So let's hope we can keep that up. This week, and the fantasy gods are nice to us. Starting off with a team with with a game with two teams with very close records, but I feel like the story cannot be any different. We're talking about Steven and Mount Passmore coming into this one at five and three, taking on Don and Team Don Perignon at three and five. And at the time that I was Dude, breaking, shut <laughs> up, God came out of nowhere. <laughs> And at the time that I was uh, breaking down this matchup, Sleeper had Steven listed at a 69%. Very nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Chance of winning against Don. And there's some nice matchups on Don's side this week. I'm not going to lie. Um, Rodgers against Detroit. I feel like no matter how Rodgers is in a given season when he goes up against the Lions, there's potential for some good to happen there. Miles Sanders against Houston's booty cheeks run defense. Oof. Uh, but he also has some bad matchups. I hate Michael Carter against Buffalo. Higby against the Bucs isn't great. And then Godwin on the other side against the Rams is just also not good either with um, – who's the great uh, – the corner? Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> thank you. Um, there's just, I think, to put it plainly, way too much firepower on Stevens and for Don to just handle – you got Cook against Washington. You got Herbert against Atlanta. AJ Brown against Houston. Big hikes there. <laughs> uh, yes, he has Nick Chubb and George Kittle on by. That might hurt him a little bit if he was going up against a tougher opponent, but it's not going to matter this week. I could see Steven clearing at least 150 again and just beating Don pretty pretty soundly. So, yeah, I'm taking Steven here as well. Um, I I. Anybody know the status of Michael Thomas? <laughs> I I looked at his recent his most recent like kind of headline. It says no timetable for his return. He kind of just quit again, didn't he? I think so. Maybe like yeah. what's he like, that thing he likes like, getting paid and not working for it. Right? I can't blame him. I mean, that sounds like a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> it does nice, and, and you but, get to pay like, hey, babe, I'm an NFL player. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you get that too. That's fun. <laughs> Ow, my foot! I can't practice. Right. I know Brian Robinson got shot three times, but like, ah, my toe. Yeah, it's only been seven weeks. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but he's in his lineup right now, and if he does somehow get back to play i think it's really interesting to see how he does because he could be kind of that that nitrous that can propel steven forward i think i think but um yeah i just can't pick against steven when he's going up against michael carter and with tony pollard being on going on by you know you might throw antonio gibson in there juju smith schuster none of those guys really scary when you're going up against people like aj brown stefan diggs and dalvin cook so i think it's pretty easy here steven continues marching and dawn takes the l Tim, who are you picking? Steven. All right. It's Steven. I know you're yeah. trying to make up progress in the pickums, man, but you can't, can't you can't go silly. You can't go silly. Yeah. All right. Speaking of silly, that's a good uh that's a good segue to our next matchup. When the when the hell am I gonna get a toilet bowl drop, Chris? Get it together. But anyway, um we, we have we got a toilet, don't we? We used it at one time. 
because that was like the best blooper in this league history. Was that like super loud or long? Was or was was us? We were going through different toilet drops. I was like doing them on YouTube, and some of them just sounded disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not a good one for the pod. Uh, anyway, um, speaking of toilet and poop, we have Zach and one and seven Brees Lightning taking on Clayton, also at one and seven, and uh, the Red Rocket. So have fun with that one, Tim. Yeah, uh, what are we going to say? First to 80 wins? First to 70? I think so. First to 50? I mean, like, it's not going to take a lot. Zach, right now, Keenan Allen's in the lineup. Is he back and healthy? That's a big question that could help him kind of beat some of these guys and make him not lose the loser's bracket in the future. Mm. Or he could trade him away and, and you know get some future assets. He's also starting both Chicago Bears running backs this week. Montgomery and Herbert are in the lineup. One of them not a bad a idea. Touchdown, versus know? the Dolphins, you know, a lot of a lot of defense. passing in a Dolphins. Like if you get down, they're not running the ball, unless it's Justin Fields. Yeah, he'll run, but like, yeah, I don't know. So that's about all that's going on there. Um, and Clayton is still starting Elijah Moore. Oh my God. <laughs> Does he have any catches the past like four weeks? I don't believe and he was so. out for two of them. I don't know, last man. Week. I just don't get the ball. <laughs> oh yeah, that was his. Uh, How's your chemistry with your quarterback? I don't know, man. Did I don't I win get the, the ball. Allen trade, huh? He's starting <laughs> two tight ends, and he's starting Julio Jones. I, that's all I got. It's who did I pick? I don't even know. I yeah. probably Zach. I know who Aaron picked, and I I wanted to. No, join I picked you. Clayton. Okay, yeah, go Clayton. Woo, go Clayton. Go. You picked Clayton too. Yeah, I wanted to I join in. you guys so bad. I was like, finally, a week I could pick Clayton, but I can't because of what you just said. I really wanted to, but like he's playing Elijah Moore. <sighs> And yeah. Julio Jones, I and can't Robert do Tynion it. And Dawson Knox, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I really wanted to Clayton, but I'm I'm taking Brees Lightning. You know, Dave Montgomery and Khalil Herbert have a chance to just outscore Clayton's entire team. So, I'm I may have to switch mine. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm sitting. Really, I no, if you switch, I'm switching because then it'll be. Let's make it. A then sweep. I'll be. I I really think Zach. Now that the lineup <laughs> yeah. is set, right, yep, I'm all Zach. It's Zach. Yeah. No, guys. No, there's just no Stick way. Stick with your guns. There's no way, dude. Come on. There's do I none. do I try to make up ground here then, or do I just like is this is it dumb? Could be a make up ground. This is about you to guys be are the... gonna talk me into taking Clay, and you guys are gonna be like, Fuck, this, this is gonna be the most here. watched <laughs> game for the podcasters. <laughs> oh, he's, Lord. he's got Tyler so out, Algier. You guys are both Zach with Cordero coming back. Yeah. He's still starting. Oh this I'm taking Zach. Okay. I'm taking Zach. It's Zach. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm switching. So much evidence. It's like, I can't give up ground. It'd be. It's, it's one sick. thing to try to make up ground. It's another thing to just blatantly give it up. It's like you're a parent and you're trying to like. Love you, buddy. <laughs> kid's just not good at sports. You know what oh I mean? It's gosh. like pick up a new hobby. Come on, man. Like go go get an instrument. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. One for, we went from two for Clayton and one for Zach to just three for Zach. Oh, Zach. <laughs> I'm sorry. Clayton. One of them is getting two wins we by tried. default. That's true. That's so. true. Somebody oh I mean you could t- I mean technically you could probably Se- tie. Seating in the consolation bracket, let's be honest. Like Let's let's just assume that like I fall and Hayden goes, I might be one seed in the losers bracket. Like, yeah, you would you rather play me or Don? You know, it's yeah. like maybe 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 pull an upset against Don and get you out of the the Indiana Fever ticket game. Cool. So we'll see. Yeah. But um, all right, so yeah, all eyes on that match. All eyes on that one. Um, let's move on to the next matchup. I personally really like this one. Of course, I'm talking about. The top dog as of now. Stretch and Super Camario coming into this one at 7-1, top of the Kadoba division, taking on Hayden at 3-5 and five off a big win against your boy last week. We've been saying it the whole podcast, right? Hayden 
is he joining that upper upper echelon? Is he ready to take on the big boys? Is he ready to compete? Well, time to put your freaking money where your mouth is now because you're playing a six-win game streak. I, my God, six-game win streak stretch. Stretch coming into this one. Hot and Hayden, we're going to see if you are ready to compete. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I like look at matchups, like I usually scroll down and I think, okay, running backs, mm, I'll give the edge to Hayden. All right, wide receivers, I'll give the edge to stretch. And tight ends, blah, blah, blah. But whenever you get down to stretches flex, like I was scrolling down and being like, oh, it's pretty close. It's pretty close, pretty close. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> Stretch currently in his flex has nice. Cooper Cup and Alvin Kamara versus Romeo Dobbs and Devin Singletary for, That's not fair. for, for Hayden. So, I mean, that tells you right there where I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with Stretch. I think he keeps on marching on. Um, and further, like Hayden also is riding with Chase Claypool right now. Um Hayden's in this weird spot because Derrick Henry is win now. Um, you can you can you could argue Devin Singletary's kind of win now. Obviously, with Debo Samuel on bye, that's really going to hurt uh, Hayden this week. Stretch is not really dealing with any major bye weeks this week, so he's going to be at full strength. I think that's another side for Stretch. Um, I'm looking for Ken Walker to really take advantage of that Arizona matchup. Josh Jacobs going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then even on the other side of the ball, right? Like Hayden, you see, you know, the uh, – actually, his matchups are actually pretty good. I mean, Singletary against the Jets, you don't love that. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to go with Stretch. Sleeper currently has him as well with a 56% chance of winning. So um, I'm going to join that train. I think Stretch goes to 8-1. and one. We need to start being on the lookout for like when he clinches playoffs. Like, probably not this week, but could be soon. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think stretch next couple weeks. Six, six more games of the regular season. Probably, yep. probably nine wins would do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Derrick Henry and Travis Etienne, but like when you go to the flexes, it's Cooper Cup and Alvin Kamara against Dobbs and Singletary. It's not even that close for me. Guys, I think this is going to be a case of on paper stretch should win, but in reality, Hayden pulls it out. Really? Because I think that they're just going to try and feed the living crap out of Chase Claypool. I just have this weird feeling that Chase Claypool is going to have 30 points this week. Shiny new toy. Makes sense. They're just going to target him for no reason just other than, oh, he's he's here now. Justin Fields is like, we ooh, do look, something. somebody over like 5'9". So he's going to go off. <laughs> and then That's a Darnell Mooney shot, sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Darnell, do something. Uh, and then Romeo Dobbs against Detroit. I think it's possible he goes for like 20 points. Yeah. Check on the health of Alan Lazard. Yeah. I think if he misses again, Detroit sucks. There's going to be a lot of points there. Yep. Jalen Waddell against Chicago in the same game. I think he could go crazy if Derrick Henry's healthy. He just has like a lot of guys where it's like, you know, if the other two guys on his roster don't do much, like if as long as three of those guys go for 30 i think he's just got a chance so i'm going with hayden on that Hmm. two things is the smart fantasy play for hayden to potentially roll forward with tua you've got jalen waddle wide receiver five on the year stud for the stack? For the stack. I know he's got Patrick Mahomes. Oh, and then do you and then do you trade Mahomes? Potentially. No. <laughs> no. Not, not at all. 
I couldn't do it. You'd I would get a haul though. You'd get a haul for Mahomes. Two has had like I would two good shop. games. Okay. I would shop. I mean, two in week two scored like fifty one points. Like he can explode. I just don't. If, he, if he, I, you can't compare him. You can't compare the stats totally on right. sleeper because they two have missed like Holy three crap. and a half he had, weeks. He had fifty point eight in yeah. two. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. For for this matchup, if you want to go for the home run, get the stack with Waddle, because you might freaking need that against Stretch. Right. That makes sense. But like, I, I don't know if I could live with myself if, like, I lost by 15 no, that's fair. points. It, it was just, and just Patrick hypothetical. Mahomes beat two of my fi- – I couldn't live hypothetical with myself. Hypothetical question. <laughs> um, second point. I think Stretch is a fraud. What? No. He is 7-1, and one, has the fourth – most points scored in Qdoba's division of five teams. Have I scored and the more than lowest him? points against by over a hundred. Have I scored more than him? Yes. <laughs> oh wow. Stretch it. Wow. Is let's see it. Fourth Stretch your lowest trash, in the league. Fraud. I'm fourth in. lowest points total in the league. And the lowest points against in the league. There's some luck there. I mean, this is a guy that put up 78 points when I beat him in week two. Like, you win who you win. I get it. But I think there's a little, you know, something's in the air a little bit here. Anybody else notice that? No? No? I, I didn't me? notice it until now. I mean, he's, I don't like using the F word. So. Now, he's a contender. <laughs> he's going to make the playoffs. But, like, seven and one, he's, I don't think he's the clear cut best team in the league. He's just, yeah, fourth. Worst points total, the least amount of points scored against him. Aaron Tim used the F word. Ooh, a fraud on an eight and one team or fight, seven and one fighting fight yeah. words there. Yeah. All right. So I'm, you're taking I'm taking Hayden. Hayden two for yeah. Hayden, one for Stretch. Why am I taking stress so much? You guys <laughs> notice that? God, because he's like seven and one, and he keeps on freaking winning. I know, I know. All right. Anyway, let's get off that nasty topic and move on to our next matchup. You got your boy Chris and Team Fairlife coming into this one at a nice five hundred four and four, taking on Anthony and uh, Team Uninspired Youth at six and two. Aaron, what you got, man? Oh, sorry, Tim. What you well, got? Well, I bad. can take that one. <laughs> this is going to be the game I dub. Can Chris stay alive in the playoff race, or is this the begin of his demise to the loser's bracket? That's a long title. Yeah, you know, every night it rolls <laughs> off the tongue, though, doesn't it? Can Chris stay alive in the playoff race, or does this begin the, the demise of the, the loser's bracket? Um, you're four and four. You got Hayden with three wins, Don with three. Yeah, I got to throw Don in there because he has three wins. He you does. got Hayden on your tail. <laughs> okay, thank you. And only one game ahead for that sixth seed right now, obviously, six weeks to go in the playoff race. Um, but Hayden's looking to make moves. He's looking to come up. We, we've talked this team up a fair bit tonight. And your team, you know, we, we've firmly said is playing for the next couple of years, maybe not. You, you, there's a, still a good chance you make the playoffs. Right. And like you said, it's fantasy football. Any given week, somebody could put up a dud. Injuries can still happen in the ne- next six weeks. So, like, you never say never. Uh, but this is a big game for you, I think, to kind of – you don't want to fall below 500 – and whereas Anthony six and two looking to kind of stay in that first place uh, in the Chipotle division, so he can get that number two seed in the playoffs. Um, whereas, like you know, he's got eyes on you know me and Aaron's matchup. I'm sure that Aaron's probably gonna be watching Anthony here a little bit. So mm-hmm. Anthony's got a lot, a lot of green on sleeper when you look at his matchups. 
Currently a 53% chance of victory. Um, the green matchups, though, Lamar Jackson at New Orleans. New Orleans' defense is still in shambles. They just can't get healthy right now. Everybody's putting up points on them. Is that the same defense that shut out the Raiders? Everybody but the Raiders is scoring points shut on them. Shut them out? The Raiders, I mean, yeah, it's, the Raiders don't even care. In New Orleans? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, Monday the, night? The, ba- the Bengals beat them in New Orleans <laughs> by, by a fair amount, so... It's I, I don't know I hey, think. Do you have a breaking news? Why? What? Who? Where? You have an alert? Like I don't. Trade just came through. Where? What? Oh. Ooh. Oh my! Wait. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Got to break this down live. Do you... Okay. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Trade rings open. Uh, you're hearing it live here. Um, I'm going to say this out loud for my own comprehension and try to get a hold of this. It's a trade between Clayton and the Red Rocket, everybody's favorite, and Hayden, who we're literally just talking about. <laughs> Clayton receives Zay Jones, Eno Benjamin, a 2024 first, and a 2025 second rounder. And Hayden receives Clayton's 2023 first-round pick. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready to count this down? I, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Right. Three, two, one, Hayden. Clayton. What did you say, Aaron? I said Hayden. Hayden all day. Easy money. Easy Oh, money. actually, I just... Re- yeah, it, it's, he it's traded me. away Bijan Robinson for that haul. Well, potentially, potentially, he'd have to win the winners bracket. That's how I look at or it. Or losers bracket. Right. But, I like, mean, it's it's a high one, right? Yeah, he's it'd top be, four pick. Top guar- four pick. guaranteed. Guaranteed right top four pick. Correct. So uh, that's say say Jones and Eno Bench. Those are more nobodies to just clog right. up Clayton's I know, roster. I know those are nobody. Those should not be any any. That's not even a throw-in. That's like a, hey, I was going to cut this guy. Right. Not like a, hey. So in my opinion, this is a 2024, a likely mid to late. Hey, it's pretty good. Yeah. Mid to late 2021, 24 1st. Who knows how he's going to be in 2025, but we'll consider that mid-2025 first yeah. for 2023 first of what's going to be a mid to Guaranteed top four. Bijan Robinson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jordan Addison. Like We're talking the elite of the elite prospects. And does Clayton have any more draft capital for? Dude, I'll be honest with you guys. I had, I gave, I offered Clayton twenty twenty four first, twenty twenty three second, twenty twenty three third. For why, his first. Why are you taking this? Why are you taking this? I think, Unless, does he really value Zay Jones and Eno Benjamin? No, in his defense, those guys shouldn't I even bet be they rostered. go to his lineup. Yeah, I bet probably, he starts Zay yeah. Jones over Elijah, Elijah Moore, Moore. Yeah, and I mean, two tight ends. Well, Zay, you will, start Eno Benjamin over Julio Tyler Jones. Algier. Zay would. Score more than Elijah Moore right now. Right. Yeah, Elijah Moore scoring zero. No 100%. way he factored that. No way he factored that into his decision. I, those dude, this is so been throw-ins. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, does he have any other Cardinals running backs or no? No. This, this is, is a head scratcher. Is Eno? You want to change your thought, or are you still on? No, I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. Hayden now. Yeah. I didn't realize. He's a top the... four prospect for a bunch of who knows. In 2024. Like, I, mean, I get I mean, it that a lot of Clayton's 
draft capital was already in 24 and 25, but this pick is literally top four. Yeah. I'm That's not- so much more like that. That would be. I, and this this gives Hayden three twenty three first now. Yeah. Wow. Hayden's, Hayden's coming for you. And Clayton now has two twenty twenty four firsts, along with a couple of twenty five firsts. I think right. Two twenty five firsts. Yeah. So like I. I God, you're delaying that the makes rebuild. No sense. Man. Makes no sense. He's got a twenty twenty three second, which will be high. Um, and then he's got your third. So. <sighs> All right, well, Where, this this had to have come out of nowhere. You think that he went back and forth for weeks debating Eno Benjamin, and no, you got to throw in Zay Jones. <laughs> like this Ooh, had to that have might been, be a deal breaker. Like is this not, is this maybe like sure. is this maybe yeah. Hayden losing out on on Saquon or something, and then I, being I, like, I, I got to make a move tonight, and I think then it was. he's just super I mean, he convincing. Won. He won. I mean, Hayden is good Props for sending Hayden. you sending you paragraphs about why you should take his awful trade off those but. guys were not in hayden's roster they were not going to be flexed like you know benjamin performed well for him the past couple weeks but like he's not a long-term option for hayden's offense so like why all right well Stretch i mean his comment that's pretty random yeah it is very <laughs> random all right well i mean congrats to hayden i guess you win this uh street fight and what is even in the ring this is on the side of the street on the concrete uh, just gross. started throwing some punches man all right well um where were we? <laughs> we were talking about uh, me and Anthony. Chris and Anthony's matchup. Yeah. Tim, Tim's about to yeah. talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, can Chris stay alive in the playoff race, or yeah. is this the beginning of the demise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. bracket. Let me see. Where, where's, where's my where's my? said you had a lot here. of green on Anthony's side. A uh, lot, a lot of green on Anthony's side. Lamar Jackson's got a plus matchup. He's currently starting Jamal Williams, who is just a touchdown thief uh, for the Detroit Lions. Running back 14 on the year. Justin Jefferson's going up against the the Manders. That's going to help get that minus three and a half. Tyler Boyd, we talked about it, you know, with Chase being out. Versus Carolina. Carolina's defense is solid on the year, but right now they're pretty banged up. Like J.C. Horn, I think, is supposed to miss this week, who's top corner. Travis Kelsey back from the bye. He's scary. Plus matchup against Tennessee. Curtis Samuel, PPR machine. Wide receiver 22 on the year in the flex versus Minnesota on the other side of that matchup there. And sneaky Devin Duvernay in the flex. Duver- Devin du- Duvernay. Never du- what was your nickname? Dumb Dever Dumbface or what did you, you say? <laughs> I don't know why, but every time I hear Duvernay, Duvernay. I just think <laughs> Devin Dumbass. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Did you say that? Devin Dumbass. Devin Duvernay. Rashad Bateman's out. Yeah, yeah. Rashad Bateman's out. Mark, Mark Andrews is iffy. Devin Duvernay becomes like the go-to offensive weapon along with Isaiah Likely. And like Denard Robinson. And Kenyon Drake. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's a sneaky good play, I think, right now. He's got Zeke on by, McCaffrey on by, Mari Cooper on by, Jerry Judy on by, CeeDee Lamb on by. Thank you. Four to five guys <laughs> that are usually in the roster. Chris, on the other hand... Not as much green. The only green matchups is we have <laughs> Stevenson versus the Colts, the hapless, soon-to-be tanking Indianapolis Colts. Running back seven, Ramondre Stevenson, just saying. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling is in a plus matchup versus Tennessee. Everybody else has got a tough, tough draw. I, 
you always got a shot with Josh Allen at New York. The Jets defense again is solid, but Josh Allen overcomes that. Like like he's he just does. Ramondre could pop off for 25, 30 easily. DJ Moore, you know, we, we're seeing some life, but all all that to say, I gotta agree with Sleeper on this one. I'm taking Anthony. I think Chris uh, slides to four and five, and it could be the beginning of the demise and leading to the losing spiral playoff bracket. I think I'm taking Chris in this one, actually. Oh yeah, you are, brother. Um, the reason being is he's just Anthony's got some key guys on by this week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's on by. Ceedee Lamb is on by. Amari Cooper is on by. Those are some staples in his lineup that I just don't know if he quite has the pieces to overcome. I hate Brian Robinson these days. I think he's going to get demoted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not looking good. Whenever Aaron has a disdain for a player, personal. it sounds so <laughs> bad. I just hate Brian Robinson these you have days. To, like, like, fill like in, hate fill his, in the blank. Hate his opportunity. Hate his... The matchup. Yeah, hate the yeah. matchup. No, he, it's personal, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty personal. You know? Kadarius to- Tony, I just don't like him. <laughs> I mean, Brian Robinson's a great person, though, so nothing against him there. That's but Seriously. Yeah, just the football player right now, not great. Jamal Williams, also don't really like that because he's very touchdown dependent, and I think DeAndre Swift will get more work because he's just getting healthier. Um, let's see. And then, you know, Devin Duvernay. Okay. Yeah. He has a good opportunity, but do we really know if he's going to be the go-to guy? Could Demarcus Robinson take some of that, uh, target share and Isaiah likely and Kenyon Drake out of the backfield. I'm just not sure how that's going to play out. Curtis Samuel these days also not as attractive as maybe at the beginning of the season. So there's just some question marks. People ugly. I'm not calling him ugly. <laughs> Curtis Samuel's just not as attractive anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> personal, man. He's just, he's just not an attractive guy. No. <laughs> I do love Justin Jefferson, of course, and Lamar Jackson. Great point against New Orleans on Monday night. I think he's going to do well. But I just think Chris has guys that will match those people with Josh Allen. He's going to do his thing. Ramondre will run all over the Colts. DJ Moore will keep it rolling. And uh, Gabe Davis – Look for look out for him this week. I think he's due My for team ride or die. So Gabe he's Davis due right for now. a big game. Sauce is likely going to be on Stephon Diggs, so right. you got to think Gabe oh, Davis God. is going to is going to garner some extra targets this week. And I think Hawk gets a touchdown in his first game with Minnesota. So all that being considered, I just I like Chris. I think in a close one to win it. Yeah, I'm choosing me as well because I cannot pick the Bills minus twelve and a half and then not pick me. Yeah, because the only way they don't go minus twelve and a half is if they win the game like eighteen to. 12 yeah it's a gross like, like ground heavy somehow game. just yeah right do that so i think they cover and i think that means they put up points and i think that means gabe davis scores touchdowns and makes me happy so uh because of all that kind of like what you said i think i have the folks to match him so i'm picking me as well that could be a good matchup to watch for y'all but that is not the matchup to watch we do that right now and ladies and gentlemen we have a civil war on our hands between two podcast hosts and the loot I, I, I love this game i could talk about this game forever do it it's gonna be tim and the mix administration taking on aaron and let russ cook both teams at five and three sleeper giving aaron a slight 52 percent 
chance of victory, and I think that perfectly reflects this game. It was literally almost impossible for me to pick this game. I with two five and three teams, two really good teams we know are in the upper echelon of the league. There are literally stars everywhere. I mean, you got Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Tyree Kill, DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Tyree or uh, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, like all of these huge names all in this one game. You don't really have to worry about the bye week so much, except for Aaron and his new toy. I'm I'm talking about Saquon Barkley on bye this week, so I'm sure he would really like to have him this week, and I'm Mm. sure Tim is very happy he is on bye this week. Very. Very, very happy. So as I was watching this game, or watching, as I was looking at this game, I was like, okay, Kirk Cousins versus Jalen Hurts. You got to go Jalen Hurts there. He's going against the freaking Texans on Thursday Night Football. Come on. But then I saw Austin Eckler, and I was like, oh, God, he's going to put up 40 against Atlanta. And Swift and Taylor, they haven't showed me yet. All right? They're both kind of unhealthy, kind of working back. They just haven't showed me a game yet. So I'm going to give the Aaron slight advantage there. And I'm like, oh, God, DeAndre Hawkins against Seattle. He's going to destroy them. But then I saw Tyreek Hill against Chicago. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to destroy them. And that's why this game is so awesome because you just have studs on both sides of the ball. The wide receivers are very close to me. I think I have to give Aaron the edge there just with the Tyreek Hill thing. Um, and then even even the flexes, right? I mean, in mine and Anthony's game, you think those are two good teams, but we have like MVS and Devin Duvernay in ours. Aaron's flex, T. Higgins, I'm in Ross St. Brown. Wide receiver one, T. Higgins for the Bengals, by the way. And for Tim, you have Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones. Like just studs all over the board. So this was a very, very difficult matchup for me to, to pick. I think at the end of the day, did either of you have the pick ones pick up, picked out? I don't even remember who I picked in this one. Uh, you have not put anyone. I haven't put any. Oh, I was. You are undecided. I was really undecided. So this is live. Okay, time to time to call it now. I am going to go with Aaron, but I think this game could very well be decided by Thursday because if Jalen Hurts can outscore Kirk Cousins by. 20, which isn't out of the out of the realm, you know. Jalen Hurts puts up 35, and Cousins goes for you know 18 or 19 or something like that. Um, if Jalen Hurts has a big game on Thursday, I think that really sets Tim up well because DK Metcalf. I don't know if he's going to put up those elite numbers that you think Tyreek Hill can, Devontae Adams probably can, assuming he kicks this sickness. Um, and then Raheem Moster, I don't love against Chicago, but then like I said, I already mentioned the Taylor Swift thing, so. This is really close. Her new album? Yeah. I said Taylor Taylor Swift thing, okay? (laughs) God dang it. I walked into that one. I really thought I just accidentally said her name. Wow. Taylor Swift, that's funny. Uh, Nice one. That's good. I know. Swift. All right, anyway. uh, But yeah, I'm going with Aaron, even though Jalen Hurts, I think, will decide this matchup. Uh, But the thing is, the loser of this game falls to five and four. Like, for an elite team... You don't want to be that close to 500, I don't think. So yeah. I think the winner of this game really positions himself to, like, not saying you secure a playoff spot by any means, but, like, you'd rather be three games above 500 than rather than one game over 500. And the loser of this game is going to have to deal with that reality. So I think it's going to be Tim that has to deal with that reality, unfortunately, but this one could really go either way. Makes for a great matchup to watch. Yeah, I picked Aaron in this matchup. All right. I've got two 23-year-old stud running backs in Taylor and Swift. Uh-huh. Um, Swift working back from the shoulder and the ankle. 
I just got to see him get some more work. Got to see Jamal Williams not be such a big factor. And Jonathan Taylor, like, if I had last year's Jonathan Taylor on this year's oh. team, I would be yeah. super, super yeah. confident in my team. But the ankle got tweaked again. I had I, I had to throw some mad fab at Deion Jackson just in case. Mm-hmm. I got to see, you know, is Taylor even healthy? Like, can he just please stumble into the end zone? Um, yeah, like, like some of the matchups that I can say against Aaron, you know, like Mostert, Chicago, you know, iffy. Eckler in Atlanta, that's one of those where I can like hope that maybe the Chargers just get so far ahead. Maybe Keenan Allen is back and becomes like 20 target guy this week just to celebrate the fact he's back. Or if you want, I can name you Austin Eckler's last four games. No, thank you. I don't want to cry. 33. I don't want to cry. 35. I have to go to sleep 24, after this. 24. I'm going to have 35. Please stop. <laughs> so you're, what you're saying is Eckler. he's due. He's due for a he's bump. He's due. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? You're right because last week he put up zero. Yeah. Can, you do, can you do that again? Because he was on bye. <laughs> can you go so, back on the bye week? He's back on the 35 grind. <laughs> I, I do that badly against Stretch. I really yeah, do. so I just I just don't think – I think I'll put up some a decent point total, but I don't think I'll be able to keep up with Aaron in this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I really do. Just echoing what Chris had already said, I don't think this is going to be by any means uh, an easy win. And I think Tim and I are going to put up both um, – good numbers on this week um but, but who I, are you going with? i know i know getting to that <laughs> i do like me in the matchup it does scare me a bit that Devonte's still sick because yeah. if he doesn't play or he's limited and by any means i think that get, would give tim an in and i don't really know who i would play other than Devonte. i mean i guess i could roll out darnell mooney <laughs> Oh, um, in this ma- oh god, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, hey, <laughs> hey. double up on tight ends. Go, Tyquan Thornton, am I right? Go, yeah. go Goddard, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> go Goddard, Gogurt, 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 baby. Podcast um, brought to you by Kenyon. Kenyon Drake, I guess, wouldn't be a bad play. On, honestly, he's hit two of the last three weeks. Yeah, the one week he didn't, he scored point five. But so I could maybe roll him out. But risk reward. Yeah, yeah. but. Assuming Adams is healthy and plays, I do like me. I just think that my wide receivers, I mean, in my opinion, I've got four top ten wide receivers this week. So I'm I'm sitting here. I, I want to learn a little bit more about the Chargers, see if Keenan Allen's all the way back or not. Because if he's not, then I might have to squeeze Palmer in there. Maybe. Like I know he hasn't like completely lived up to the billing that I was hoping for when I picked him up off waivers. But Over like for who though? See, that's a tough, tough question, and the only scenario where I can sleep easily is if one of the running backs gets ruled out. Yeah. yeah. So like, now that like I'm rooting JT for that, I'm not rolled out. Maybe I'm not rooting for that, but man, like I said, I, I I spent forty fab on Deion Jackson. I'm just my computer died. I'm just so scared. <laughs> it's plugged into. I don't get it. Of the fact that the Colts are in a tank. Taylor tweaked his ankle injury that he already sat out a couple weeks for. Yeah. Like, like, please don't shut him down. My fantasy team like really needs him this year. But also, like, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if he does take another couple weeks to heal. I don't know. Stuck between a rock and a hard place. But then on you got that. You got the. You got the. Jonathan Taylor, man. The, the gauntlet coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know what you think of this matchup, man. This one, I love this one, not only because it's a Civil War and I get to just watch their 
reactions as one of their teams fall to a game above 500. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of really, really good players on both sides of the roster. So that is your week eight. Nine. 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 How are we already on week nine, bro? Shh. Don't. Crazy. God. We're only on week nine. Gosh. All right. Let's get, let's wrap this baby up. Broncos country. Let's ride. www.thisleaguepod.com is where you can see manager profiles, up to the second scores, waiver moves, trades, rosters, all of that good stuff. And as always, if you could, if you had the time, if you have a moment, share with us, share us with your friends. Maybe give us a little five star rating on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Mm-hmm. You know, comment, leave us something, get some activity going. Yeah, that sounds good. Or you could just like. Click the like button. You could just yeah. click it. You really could. You just yeah. click the like button. Just click it. That's it. That feels so wrong. That feels <laughs> so wrong. I feel like we're supposed to... Okay, anyway. Um, this Sunday night. This. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll sell you the whole seat, but you only need the edge click the when button. you destroy the like button. Monster Trucks. John All Cena. Right. And... <laughs> The John Cena, not like puss. Like John <laughs> Cena. Alright. Right. Okay, well, uh video. And uh this league underscore pod. Instagram, Twitter is where you can follow us for all of the action. Are we good, gentlemen? Big episode. News, trade yeah. ring, surprise trade ring, all kind of stuff. Extra week we, to catch up great. on. Yeah. I know. We are great. We're back. I know. You're all welcome, listeners. You're welcome. Well, I am your host, Chris Mitchum. I love you guys with all of my heart. Don't forget it. See you next week. Peace. Long get.